Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. And hit him with the yes, yes, y'all. Welcome on in. It's Texas Football Today. I won't do Tepper's whole spill. Um, But yes, for those of you who weren't there for the pre-show, I am clearly riding solo today. Um, We will be having our DCTF football movie of the month review since Tepper wasn't able to get here. So it was Tepper, myself, everyone's favorite, Ishmael Johnson, and the man who has never been seen on camera before, William Wilkerson, our social media and digital media guru. He is grinding on that website and social media. All the content that you see there is produced by William Wilkerson. And we were able to, in these crazy times, convince him that he should be on camera and that he should review this movie with us. And he did a wonderful job. So in the program today, that's what we're doing. We're rolling the whole um, movie review. It was over the movie Little Giants. For those of you who have been watching, the first one we did was over Friday Night Lights. The second one being over Necessary Roughness. Yeah. And then this one, a much better option, uh, over Little Giants. So we hope that you uh, went ahead and watched it. Even if you didn't, maybe you'll hear our review and then you can go watch it afterwards. Um, one other thing to get to real fast is that in the pre-show, I talked about the Masters because that was one of my favorite sporting events. Throughout the comments today, please leave um, some of your favorite sport memories that you've been through, because I want to talk about that the next time that we do Pickle Talk. We'll read some of those off. If you don't want to put them in the comments, tweet them at me. You can use a picture, and we can show it on here. Um, But yeah, do that, at Ashley underscore Pickle 12. And then, of course, we've got to get first through first four through the door and let me go back up and find that it was Derek English Rob Hadaway Miss Terry Adams and Tony so welcome in guys thank you for uh for joining us today and with that we are gonna go ahead and roll our third DCTF football movie of the month review over litter little woo little giants all right so here we go our what is this third football movie of the month review at this point uh we've got our very most special guest on not ish this time surprisingly it's william wilkerson our social media and digital media guru welcome will hello guys we never thought we'd get you on camera i know i'd like to stay behind the scenes but you you pulled me out of uh hibernation here so here i am perfect all right so the movie of the month this month was little giants which we have all watched, and I'm sure I'll have some takes on. So we will start off with Tepper. 
we'll give you the go with your overall thoughts on Be Little Giants. Before we get there, had had everyone seen this movie at some point in their lives before this? Definitely, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, I had seen this a uh, bunch when I was little. Wait, we're talking about Rudy, right? That was the movie of the month oh, uh, per no. ish. <laughs> oh no. no. Sorry, man. All right, we're not inviting Will back anymore. Yeah, Will's back. <laughs> you know how you know how like you do a chore really, really badly so they don't ask you to do the chore anymore? That's <laughs> Will has an entire a great dissection of Rudy coming up. I do. It's right <laughs> off camera. <laughs> uh, so Pickle, you had never seen this before. No, this is the first time for me. Then I'm going to toss it back to you because I want your initial thoughts. We all came into this with a with some priors. Right. Uh, what was your initial thought? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Like going from necessary roughness to little giants was like going from below the floor to pretty stinking high. I thought it was good. I thought it was the humor was really funny in it. Like it's got a good storyline that's cheesy, but not too cheesy. Like the humor kind of mask what could have been too cheesy. Um, but overall, I thought it was absolutely great. I really did enjoy it. Okay. Um... I am going to say that there were times in this movie where I had to remind myself that this was not a movie for a 33-year-old man. <laughs> um, th there is definitely a lot of um, childishness to this. Um, it's, a, it's decidedly a kid's movie. If you, if you were had any sort of ideas that there were some sort of like hidden meaning that you were missing, like you are not. <laughs> it is a movie uh, that prominently features farts. Um, and so <laughs> there was that. Uh, I thought that it was overall charming. Um, I thought that almost all of the child actors were very bad. Uh, but wrong. <laughs> the story, the story kind of pulled it together. And I thought that while there were very clear plot holes, in my opinion, um, I did not have a bad, there were times, I did not have a bad time watching this movie. Necessary Roughness was a miserable experience. This was not <laughs> an experience. It was in fact, I don't know if I'd call it like a pleasant experience. I don't know if I'd seek it out on my own if we weren't doing this, but I did not feel like I wasted my time. Uh, Tepper, if you, if you can mention farts and, you know, good good plot in the same sentence i think it thank um, you two thumbs up eight <laughs> them up half them up that's a decent i liked it i, I liked like it. it i didn't mean to cut you off there but i, I thought it was i thought it was cute uh ish uh so i when i was younger i loved this movie like i this was, i guess how adam described necessary reference was he was in college this was me when i was younger um and so my biggest fear, and I hadn't seen it in legitimately like 20 years. And so my biggest fear was, was like, oh man, am I going to watch this and just like think I was the dumbest kid ever? And like, not, you know, be like, oh my gosh, why would I, why was I obsessed with this movie? And no, I, I think I still, I, I enjoyed it. I like, I watched it again. And yes, yeah, that was the one takeaway is like, yes, obviously this isn't made for <laughs> us. But with that caveat, I thought that, like I thought, I don't want to say perfectly, but I thought it was a good little poke, uh, poking fun at the kind of youth football. Because I mean, uh, I don't know if uh, Will and you, Tepper, both you played youth football when you were like, you know, obviously before middle school and all that. You remember the time you first walked out there with guys who did not know what to how to play football? 
right? You know, and like how how like everybody leaned on the one guy who could really kind of semi do things okay, and like he was like the best player on the team, or like at That's times true. and little little moments like that. Um, we'll get into favorite scenes and all that, but I just love like I remember watching that. It's like, yeah, no, that's how youth football kind of was to a certain extent. You had like in the league there was always the one really good team and the team that like everybody couldn't wait to play because they were just so bad at everything and like things like that and little little touches um yeah overall uh, the humor i will say there are moments in this movie that two in particular that i, I want to hint at when, when we talk about favorite scenes that legitimately got me to laugh and way more and i probably laughed the same amount as i did when i was like eight years old so mm. okay all right, so o- overall, it sounds like we're we're mostly positive on this movie. I feel like an underrated thing about it too, just another overall thought about it with with everything else that's going on in the world. Like, I think I enjoyed like the childish humor for a minute. Like everything now is so serious and it's like, it was nice to just kind of break away from that for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was, I thought it was, it was, it was harmless fun. That's mm-hmm. the overall, it, it was harmless. Uh, it wasn't like, it didn't insult my intelligence with that dumb of humor, right, and right. so that that gets that gets me uh, gets 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 a overall a passing grade for me. Perfect. So positive so far. We'll continue that. Uh, we'll start with Ish this time since he was already kind of hinting at it. Next category is your favorite scene and or scenes okay. from the movie. Yeah. So I think my favorite scene overall is probably when they're assembling the team, uh, just kind of walking along the little train tracks and like they're kind of coming through the coming through the bushes you know they're showing the interactions of like you know there's like a latchkey kid whose dad's always out of town and so they get him to play the one kid riding the the little uh, quarter machine and he's like do you like football no you want to play football no you can play for us <laughs> <laughs> um but two of the two of my favorite moments was when uh at the very beginning when they when uh, the, um, uh, uh oh god what's the older brother's name not danny kevin uh, Kevin O'Shea. Kevin O'Shea picks the Cowboys and the rest of the kids there and Danny walks over and he just looks around and he's like, well, this really sucks. I guess there's nothing we can learn from it. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> one of those moments where you're just like, yeah, like, like that just kind of sucks. And then the other one was um, at the end when they're calling the second to last player, the third to last player, whatever, they're calling the reverse. And he was like, what play is that? And he's like, it's a reverse to Johnny. He's like, Johnny, it can't be a reverse of Johnny. I'm Johnny. <laughs> and so those two moments were the ones that legitimately got me to laugh probably as hard as I laughed when I was eight because they were just great. Um, I thought one of the scenes that I kept coming back to, and actually I didn't have this written down as my favorite scene, but I think that it, it, it ended up being one of my favorite scenes was the scene in the grocery store when they recruit Junior, yeah. uh, the star quarterback. Devin Sawa, we will get to Devin Sawa and White Thoughts. Um, but we, um, but I thought actually at the end of the movie, that ends up being like the pivotal scene kind of in that they recruit by far their best player and we'll get to the game when they suddenly figure out why don't we just find interesting ways to get the ball to the one kid who knows what he's doing. Um, <laughs> But um, between that, they, they kind of, they, they allude to the hot hands. Is, it's like his problem is that it's all on its head. And what, when he thinks about, if he just thinks that it's a roll of toilet paper, he'll, he'll relax. Um, and then, of course, the uh, icebox and um, junior 
romance? <laughs> yeah. I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> that yeah. But that, uh, the overall, like, in hindsight, I, really, I Ish, I agree with you. I thought that that was a really, it was a really fun way of introducing a lot of characters all at once uh, mm -hmm. and giving them, like, um, like a, like one big character trait. And, right. and, and like, a lot of these, yeah, I was gonna say the one thing that like the, the differs from this between like necessary roughness is like you watch necessary roughness and you're you you remember you can see a character come on screen and you're like wait what did you do again mm -hmm. like what what was your point what was your you know there were so many characters that you were like what was the point of view and even if it's just one thing every yeah. little kid in this movie like has something mm -hmm. right and, and, and you he see does something lot, in the game and you see that a lot in those on in these ensemble movies and and right. where necessary roughness fell short is that like. It came off flat and like, oh, like thrown in. Um, right. Whereas this had like a nice payoff for almost, almost basically everyone. Yeah, basically, basically everyone. everyone. Uh, but yeah, I, those would be the scenes that I, that I, I really liked. Uh, Will. So I paid four dollars on YouTube to rent this. Mm -hmm. um, I, I saw how you guys were, uh, were were watching on your end, and I just decided to go ahead and, and pay a couple bucks to to watch this, and it was it was nice without the ads, I guess. Um, <laughs> Ish, you mentioned this, you alluded to Johnny's uh, reverse there. I thought that was a great scene. Everybody awesome, talks about it? the annexation of Puerto Rico. I like the chicken little flea flicker. I thought it was awesome. You know, the kid was always missing his dad. Dad comes walking in with his briefcase and his luggage, scores this ridiculous touchdown. I thought it was great, and then. I'm going to keep alluding to farts because I think they're <laughs> hilarious. Um, and there was the fart scene when the tryout scene, when Rudy was trying to uh, go across the uh, monkey bars and he fell on the, the, the pile of kids at the bottom. And I like how no one moved in that on. scene, by the way. Oh, yeah. They're just all falling down. <laughs> And they just keep going too. Not only are they piling on each other, they just keep going. Okay. Off the oh yeah. And 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 we've alluded to Johnny a lot. And I yeah. want to bring something up um, that I noticed, and I think that it's a it's definitely like a sign of the times type thing. Mm -hmm. And this was a big theme in '90s movies, especially '90s kids movies. Mm -hmm. This is an entire town comprised of divorcees. Okay. Oh. It is a that's ton a of single-parent yeah, households, okay? Yeah. Rick Moranis, mom left us, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're, they're uh, open about that. They are open about that. Uh, we don't know where Junior's dad is, but considering mom is making out with Rick Moranis at the end of it, like, I hope <laughs> right. he's out of the picture. <laughs> right. uh, Johnny's dad is, uh, we, we never see Johnny's mom, so, like, mm -hmm. I presume there's, there's that. Well, it, the implication is that he's alone, so yes. when his dad leaves, you assume that the mom's out of the picture. Yeah, mom's right. out of the picture. Um, other than that, it's a, a really, really scrawny kid. You only see mom, mm -hmm. Spike. right? Spike, uh, yeah. Yeah. Spike, Spike, you never see mom. There yeah. are, but I think that that is, and if you go back in 90s movies, and that's I think that's point. because there was something that a lot of kids could relate to, sadly, mm -hmm. is you started seeing more and more single parent households depicted in film. That was one thing that I picked up on. Like, man, there are a lot of only mom or only dad. Who had, who had two parents, right? Uh, Kevin and his, Kevin O'Shea was married. Mm -hmm. um and then zoltek had two and then hot hands had mom and dad yeah and um, that was it 
that might be it, man. Yeah. That was one the thing other, I found even, really interesting. We didn't even see the other's parents, I think, for the most part, yeah. for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of single, lot of single moms, single dads, which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. Yeah, interesting. I think a sign of a good pickup. Yeah. Um, all right, my favorite scene. There are a couple of them. One of them is when they when Icebox walks into the cafe thing and she convinces her dad that they're going to start the team and a little old man are sitting there and they have of course been betting on all this stuff all the time and the one just goes oh what if we have a playoff and like, okay. that, it reminded me of us sitting around the office honestly because it's like we're way older than these kids but we feed off of this stuff like oh yeah let's have a playoff we should do that y'all should, y'all they should play each other yeah. those old men only exist to cause trouble <laughs> They, yes. And then they kept betting. Like I loved every scene, but that initial one where he goes, "You should have a playoff," and then he looks at the other one, like, "Look what I just did." They are agents of chaos. They wrote yes. a spread on the board in the in, the, in yes. the restaurant. And he laid forty. 40. Yes. That is Adam in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the other thing: remember, they're the guys who make simultaneous phone calls to the two. <laughs> Yes. Yep. They I exist. They are bored old men in a small town. It's like, well, let's have some things up. Yep. And then I like that one. And then I loved the scene where Icebox goes out onto the field and the dad goes, who's the cheerleader in the skirt? And he goes, it's not a cheerleader. That's my niece. And she is upset. And that's like when you knew that she was about to go out there. And that's like the first time that he had never been like super all, oh, I'm Kevin O'Shea. He goes, that's my niece. She's not a cheerleader and she is not happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> he knew in that moment. Say, hinting on up. another scene, that's an iconic scene. Like, Becky throwing down the pom-poms, yeah. putting on the pads. Like, it was like, all right, here uh, we go. Icebox is back. Yeah, that was, um, that was, yeah, I, I, I did. I like that scene where she finally, because basically, Spike took a cheap shot at, at Junior. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's it. That's the final that's my man. Don't touch it. Like that's um, exactly what it was. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it was. I don't know. I I I thought that was interesting. Yeah. All right. So there we go. We're going to go polar opposite here and go with your least favorite scene. Let's go to Will first. Yeah. Yeah. Pickle, you mentioned it. Um, Icebox coming out in the uh, in the cheerleading costume uh, with her helmet and her cleats. Uh, I hated the scene when she came into the locker room prior to kickoff of the game in her cheerleading outfit yes. and your your heart's crushed because you want them to win so badly and you know without her they have no chance i i hated that scene it just it it crushed the kid in me so that would be my least favorite scene for sure i you know did she were, they were pumped they were hyped i hated that one and and you know she hated it too yeah, after the sure. fact, though, when she walked in actually looking like a girl, and maybe this is because I could relate to this at one point when I was super tomboy, but when she finally looked like an actual girl, they all went and yeah. watched her. Like, I did love the aftermath of that, but I agree that that was a bad scene regardless. <laughs> before we get to, to least favorite scene, I do want to throw in one other scene that you reminded me of right before she walks into the locker room in the cheerleader mm-hmm. outfit. Uh, when Kevin O'Shea and the Cowboys have brought in a priest to pray, <laughs> and then they are in the other locker room making noise, and Kevin O'Shea turned around and goes, 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 what in Christ's name is that? Or something like that. <laughs> he looks over. Right next to the priest. 
He does a, it's a little subtle shot. The priest, like, it's like a half second shot. The priest looks at him when he says that, like, what? That was an actual laugh out loud moment for me. I, I was like, that, that is funny. That's clever. Um, okay. By far, the worst scene in this movie is the, is, is the scene by us where they're sitting on the boat watching the people make out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay? That's really bad. Brainsworthy, for sure. <laughs> by the way, the biggest problem with this movie and the biggest problem with this movie is that they really tried to jam in a prepubescent love story. <laughs> and, yeah. and so then Icebox clearly has a crush on Junior. Uh, that's made very clear. She calls him a hunk at one point, which is so <laughs> 90s. Um, but then they end up over at... Uh, she's over there at the at like sitting on a boat upside down in by the way this is Ohio where they've got tons of mountains by the way yeah. um <laughs> but they um they she's sitting there watching these these people just absolutely go at it in the boat oh it, it is like they are going <laughs> at it. I remember I'm like what like <laughs> and so then so then junior comes in comes in uh because movie and mm. and they sit there and they start having a conversation about kissing and you're thinking, oh, is this the point? Like, and instead, it just comes off as extremely awkward and extremely, uh, like, I don't know. Hand you didn't like the kissing the hand? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, the kids in the boat never once looked over, even though she was, like, 20 yards away. In <laughs> she wasn't that far. Why do you not look <laughs> over, like, get off, kid? <laughs> you know? They are, they, look, there's, it's hard to find privacy in Urbania, apparently. Um, but they... But then here's the thing is that that whole love story and the whole idea of like Icebox likes Junior, but she thinks that Junior's only into cheerleaders or whatever. Mm -hmm. The payoff is that then after the game, they hold hands and jump up and down while their parents make out. <laughs> and I've got to tell you, the idea of them being stepbrother and stepsister then crossed my mind and it became even worse. <laughs> so the whole, I would just kind of put the whole love story as my. Would, yeah, I want to I hint off of that because the, the boat scene's mine too. Um, because I get it, like you, it's a kid's movie so you can't have like two 10 year olds in love. Like it's obviously, but they, 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 they like juggled the weird, like, no, you're not necessarily into the opposite sex 100% at 10, right? And so, but they did it so awkwardly about like, and yes, there's a way to do it awkwardly because it is awkward when you're trying to talk about feelings while not trying to say you like each other. But it was, it was really awkward when they're just trying to talk about, talk around the fact that they like each other. There's one, I played one line backwards, uh, back uh, after I heard it because I want to make sure I heard it correctly. Was there some like thinly veiled like corporate sexist commentary going on? Because if you guys remember, uh, they're talking about like when or when you have to learn to kiss eventually, right? Becky says one line and I had to rewind it to make sure I heard it right. It was right. I think Will knows where I'm going. Come on, yes. you got to learn. Okay, come on, you got to learn sometimes. If kids or get a job and, yes. then, yes. and then and then junior says you can uh you can have kids without kissing but, says, but you can't get a job can't get a job i'm wondering right. was that like a very undersold like commentary on like corporate like corporate uh, workplace sexism in the 90s yeah. i was i had to rewind i was like did i catch that right was that did they say job 
Listen, I think we're cracking a code here. Dude. Jeff was talking about maybe, the single parents maybe. ish workplace misconduct or inappropriation. <laughs> I don't know what this is not. Maybe, I but I had to rewind that because I had to make sure I heard that right. Um. Yeah. Uh, that. That's really. I don't know. That. That. The. The whole. The whole love scene just. Just didn't. It didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. It, uh, it felt tacked on. What was your scene? As somebody who who out of the out from the jump said this is like a ten out of ten movie. Yeah, I loved it. I think that yeah. my least favorite scene because I like the little awkward romance thing that they had going on. Like I completely disagree with y'all, and maybe that's a girly side of me coming out. But that was like, shoot, man, I was icebox. I was not a cheerleader. <laughs> like I related to her so hard and so it was one of those things i think the thing that i didn't like was the very last scene when you like you said they're they're over there and you're hoping that he either says like oh i like you or or i don't know hugs her or something they hold in and jump while their parents are making out like that that stunk like if you're gonna do a love story thing at that point at least give her a kiss on the cheek or something like something that 10 year old would hug her right. and say you know or i think you look great or something like that but yeah that was it was not the ending that should have happened. Like, no. not good. I wanted to see Kevin O'Shea uh, work at his uh, at his car dealership under his brother's leadership. Okay, that would <laughs> be awesome. Can we can we stop for a second? That's the worst deal of all time. <laughs> he has just admitted that the gas station is worthless. He has just said it himself, and then he puts his very valuable car dealership up against the gas station. That is, you know, look, obviously that it doesn't get paid off in the end and says, oh, no, we're going to keep these things, but instead you got to put my name in the water tower, which I did find to be a very charming, cute ending to it. That was a good payoff ending. That was a good payoff. but. sure. I remember thinking there, like, and, and I'd forgotten that whole scene, like the confrontation at midfield before the game. Yeah. And by the way, they're on the same sideline. That don't bother about. And uh, but they are, and the mayor's whole. It's a mayor, I think. He's holding the microphone so everybody can hear him. And what I thought was really interesting was like, I feel like they could have played that up more and been like, he has just revealed to the entire town that he's an a hole. And so now the whole crowd is going to be behind He's the rooting crowd. against they want to see yes. him get his yep. Instead, like, they didn't pay that off. So, I don't know. I, but, yeah, that's a terrible deal by Kevin O'Shea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there are the least favorite scenes up next. Character MVP. Okay. Pickle, you're first. And there is a correct answer to this. And if you don't get this right, we're done. Okay. I have I, – I, I knew my answer from – very soon into the movie my favorite character was jake the little bitty goofy kid i loved him when he puts on the helmet and he goes i can't see with this thing on <laughs> like everything about that kid was so stinking funny i'm not kidding like i almost cried laughed a couple of the different times at him i loved that kid there it oh, is that okay is okay answer. uh that's the wrong answer we'll go to will for the steal rudy <laughs> Listen, passes gas whenever he wants to, which is awesome. Something I don't do. Aaron can attest to this. Uh, but he's eating all the time. I love it. I just love chubby kids in general. Uh, I was I was a chubby baby, so I just I can relate. Rudy, I love him. He's cute, adorable, farts, give him more. I couldn't get ish, enough. Ish, I'm gonna ask you to save this. <laughs> it's Becky the Icebox O'Shea. 
It is Becky what? the Ice Box O'Shea. No, crazy. One, no, it is 100% Becky the Ice Box O'Shea. Name me another movie in the 90s that has that type of character, that little girl archetype as the central figure trying to uh, uh, realize what she, trying to realize who she wants to be, what she is, and going through the ups and the downs of that and trying to negotiate that with her own interests like she, that to me that's that's what makes because because it's a kids movie most of all it that's it like that's that's the character to me that's that's the archetype that everybody should be looking to because that's the one you know yes it, for for little girls it's obviously somebody that was very representative of of, of girls who were into sports and um and overall but even just kids in general like they can look at that and say like you know, here's a here's a here's somebody who is into something passionately. Um, people are telling her that's wrong or that's not that's not what you're supposed to do, and she tries to kind of adjust to that, and it doesn't work for her, and she doesn't believe in that, and she hates it, and she goes back to what she actually liked to do. Like it, it, to me, that that was the kids' movie message of this whole thing. Okay. Um, and yes, I feel like you're gonna say Rick Moranis and Danny, and I think he, I feel like he's. No, you're not gonna say Danny either. Okay. Well, anyway, he was my second place, but to me, it's it was a uh, it was it was Becky O'Shea. Becky okay. the Icebox O'Shea was, is the is the timeless character in this movie. All right. And when she was feeling sad, she poured herself a glass of chocolate milk and felt and she better. Just, oh, it was my that much chocolate in it. My girl. All right. I want to be clear that Ish makes a very good point. Icebox is the central character in this movie. She is a, mm. I think, a, a like overall and a very good character. The one yeah. and the one thing I think they do a great job of establishing her reputation too, because every scene, especially in the beginning, every scene, like when when the, the other players come over to their little hut or whatever, and then all of a sudden she just pulls around from the go kart and just starts yes. doing it. And they're like, it's Icebox, and they like run away. Yeah. Like he runs that town. And I, I don't know. I thought, like I said, histor- historically, it, it backs me up. People remember Becky the Icebox O'Shea. Okay. The answer is so clearly Kevin O'Shea, it's not even funny. Ed O'Neill holds this movie together. And and look, maybe I just have a type because you remember uh, that Larry Miller was my favorite character in Necessary Roughness. Maybe I just love the villain, but Ed O'Neill plays such a great jerk in this movie. He is so good and all the little things, like chewing the gum, right? Oh, little things I like hated that. that. Little I things. Hated oh that. my gosh, it's so good. Um, uh, like all one that the spear things. his wife and uh, yes, the, the pillow gonna, case, whatever. With such an underrated scene afterwards, when she's sitting there with the daughters, completely done yes. with shit, and just cracking up laughing, like he, so he underrated. This great together. Awesome. He drives he the Corvette. He He's got a lackey. Which has Heisman. Heisman? Like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I loved, and by the way, here's the other thing, he had, he had, he wasn't, uh, in Necessary Roughness, Larry Miller, the dean, was just this sneering one note guy who wanted everybody to fail. Right. He, he obviously, as you see, not only at the end, but also during it, he, he cares about his niece. I think he genuinely does care about his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, like he is like, he's like, he's a good, like, for example, perfect example is when Spike Spears um, yeah. Jr. 
And then he tells off Spike's dad, he's like, we're not going to do it like that. Like, yeah. it's clear that he's a jerk. He's the antagonist in this movie, but he has that, he has a good heart. And, and I, I, and beyond that, he's clearly the best actor in this movie. He was so good. Uh, and just, I don't know, all the little things like the, 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 the catchphrase at the, the car dealer. It's like, don't thank me tomorrow. It's like, what a jerk phrase. Oh my God. I loved, loved Ed O'Neill. I loved Kevin O'Shea in this movie. He was good. He was good. And I, I do want to throw out a Rick Moranis as well. Like he played that awkward yeah. dorky dad character really well. And like he, like it became, it wasn't obvious that he kind of lost his way in the middle of the movie because it did become eventually about beating his brother. And like, he obviously became way too competitive with that, trying to get Spike, basically throwing Becky under the bus, trying to get Spike and all this stuff. And it was, it was very under, very subtle with how he messed up at times, but he did. And like, I thought he was, uh, he was always really good. And I like Rick Moranis in a lot of things. So yeah. <clears throat> Fair. All right. Well, differing opinions. Apparently. So we had, yeah, so we had four. Okay. First that was of all, pretty yeah. good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I got with yeah. four different characters. That's pretty good. All right, now we'll go opposite side of the spectrum. We will go character, your least valuable character. The one that you did not like at all. We'll start with Ish. Uh, I don't, I'm trying to, I was trying to find the actor. I couldn't. It's the assistant coach. I'm sorry. 100%. When, you oh, have, when, you have, when you have Ed O'Neill already playing at a pier, you don't need an assistant coach playing a pier. <laughs> like, I'm like, he was so, oh, God. Every, you talked about a, um, somebody playing just wait one note completely the whole movie mm -hmm. and it just got too much i was like you're playing next to ed o'neill you don't need to be and then it didn't have, like spike's dad didn't help he was basically another one of those guys and so it was just like at, overall i'm just like every time he talked i'm like okay like I gotta keep it move it move on move on i don't need to see this guy anymore he was just like, annoying <laughs> i would rather had spike's character spike's dad's character than the assistant coach in my right they were the, they were the, i thought they were the same carried it so much right yeah I, yes. yeah and so yeah i agree i agree with that if, if like spike was or spike was the assistant coach's son or something like it, was, yeah. it just combined those together and it would have been fine yeah. i completely agree i think i'm i'm in total agreement i thought <laughs> I thought he, like, he didn't bring anything to the movie. Like, there were characters I did not like. For example, um, Will, you and I just differ on Zoltek. Um, <laughs> I had no use for that kid. But um, I also liked, uh, like, I, like he, he, at least I, I can understand his value. Like, they need, they need the character. It's like, he's unathletic and he's, like, you know, you know, Unathletic, basically, but he—he's he, <laughs> no, fat. He's, he's out of shape, and you know, eighty percent uh, athleticism and forty percent mental, or whatever. Mental. Yeah. 80, yeah. And, <laughs> 60, 80 and forty. <laughs> yeah, and and so, uh, but but butts added nothing, nothing to the movie. I I I totally agree uh, that he added nothing to the movie. Um, okay, one one thing to to kind of circle back on this, a, a scene that butts is involved in. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and this was another one of my least favorite scenes. Okay. The spying scene. Okay. <laughs> so they find out that um, through the grapevine, the, the mm -hmm. Cowboys find out that, um, that, that they have a quarterback in junior. Mm -hmm. And they say, look at the cannon on this kid. When this kid very clearly does not have a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an okay arm. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an okay junior. It's an okay peewee quarterback. Yeah. Um, He's clearly bigger than all the other kids, though. <laughs> right. 
So oh, him and Spike are like 14, like clearly. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so then Ed O'Neill, or I'm sorry, Kevin and Butts go to the, to the, uh, uh, with binoculars. Rick Moranis mm-hmm. has the, I think, very good idea of, you know, I'm going to call the state police, stuff like that. And the state police show up <laughs> and draw arms down on this dude <laughs> immediately. <laughs> they just like, there are three cops with arms drawn. Like, for guys with binoculars. <laughs> and like, I, that's again, it is a very serious situation that you should not be watching kids practice football. That is creepy. But maybe we can talk to them first. <laughs> We're pulling out our immediate our guns drawn. I State love troopers. when the little nerdy kid who draws up the plays and stuff just he sees them and then he walks spies. up to coach and he goes spies. <laughs> it was great. He's- He's so underrated. Uh, speaking of another good character, he's so underrated because he his role is just to be the coach with like this random contraption thing that I don't know what. Like, the screen like, is never on. Like, the screen's never on. I guess it prints stuff out too. Okay. Like, I don't know. But he's just he's he has one note or one line every other every other scene or something, and that's it. And it's great. Oh, what were y'all's thoughts on the on the famous? athletes and uh and madden cameos um did tim brown say anything tim brown didn't do anything okay yeah because i I had to go back emmett smith talked bruce smith had like the little thing with uh bruce smith had intimidation terrible delivery of a line right and uh and then i forgot i forgot the other guy who's the who's the huge dude i like i recognize everyone except him yeah and he's Uh, he helps zoltek we're talking about the white guy Yeah, yeah big white guy uh, was that uh, Kevin? Uh, Let's see. Uh, it's um, Steve e- Steve Emptman. So, oh wow! That. Okay. Wow. I don't know. Oh yeah, I I could have taken it or leaving it, left it. Uh, I thought Madden was great, but Madden's mm. Madden's always great. Awesome. Madden's awesome. Yeah, yeah. we got to get to Kenton. We got to go boom. We got to get it hard. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, it was, that was that was. I I him I liked. Obviously, you want to kind of get some cameos in. It felt like it felt like a box you tick in a kids movie. Yeah, yeah. Although, I think they could. I don't know. It was like it felt really short to me. Like I get it, they're stars. They don't want to yeah. be there for that long. But it was like y'all couldn't get them for a little bit. But at least they served like a little bit of a purpose, unlike necessary roughness in the prison scene where they literally oh. ran one play and then left. Like <laughs> I appreciated true. this one That's true. so much more after that. Uh, speaking of underrated characters, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's give it up for one of the goats, <laughs> Harry Shearer, as the announcer. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. okay. That's yeah. how you do an announcing uh, in a movie. Mm-hmm. He didn't call the whole game. He didn't do like he was very. He was very spotty. He called the highlights, and that is it. He's those not who don't know, Schneidering it up. <laughs> for those who don't know, Harry Shearer is uh ned flanders he Mm -hmm. is kent brockman he's principal skinner in the simpsons and he showed up and i go oh my god (laughs) harry shearer is here to save this movie (laughs) he was great perfect perfect okay so the next category we'll save tepper for last on this because i'm pretty sure this is his favorite category of every movie that we've watched will we'll go with you first how was the realness of the football? <laughs> oh, 
Um, <laughs> it's like one of the Tepper's tweets. Oh boy. Um, uh, well, there were some there was some quality football there. I, from us, from someone who grew up in the small town, the actual football game itself, especially early on when the Cowboys were kind of taking it to the Giants, uh, there were some things there that I could I could absolutely see happening in in, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Pee Wee football. Um, but then it got a little hairy there, and <laughs> you start to wonder what in the hell's going on. And um, you know, I, did, I didn't see much great football to to say uh uh to say much yeah i i just didn't see very much there that's fair i i agree that i think that obviously like the quality of the football was pretty crappy but i think that that helped perfectly with the story because we are talking 100%. about we football and it's like yeah you see i agree the first the first half especially when a team is good and stuff obviously the second half was for the the happy portion of the story but i think the i think it was pretty realistic considering we're talking about peewee football and one team that has never stepped foot on a football field before <laughs> there was one scene there was there was a play coming out of halftime uh whenever the giants were kind of turning it on a little bit and they had just gained one yard and went crazy and then uh, the quarterback had like a qb draw and i don't know who this defensive player was for the cowboys but he lit that quarterback up and <laughs> it it surprised the heck out of me so that was that was cool i i, I really appreciated that there were um, – so the things I do appreciate about this movie are the fact that it leans into the absurdity with a lot of youth football, and a lot of youth football is, is kind of absurd. Um, yeah, so for the most part, I agree with Will on saying that there's a lot of weirdness that happens in youth football when you're talking about kids who are playing for the very first time anything competitive. And so I think the archetypes of those type of kids on the field were right. right? You, have, you have kids – Again, I played before. You have kids who are literally terrified when the ball's about to be snapped. Like, that's a thing when you're 10 or 11. I'm Johnny. (laughs) Exactly. I'm John. Like, don't give me the ball. (laughs) Like, please. Um, We're playing the good team, please. Um, Things like that. Like, I did appreciate something, uh, some little moments like that. No, the football's not realistic in the slightest. I did at one point... For my own purposes, I was like, "Do they have eleven players?" Like, I had to count. Maybe. Yes, I did but too. I, they, they, they did, but they're but you but then you realize there's literally like only eleven players like on the whole team, and so you're like, "Okay, that's that's why you had to count because you're used to seeing bigger sidelines and all that." But um, yeah, it did it. It wasn't realistic in the slightest, but it wasn't trying to be. The one thing uh, getting off the field a little bit, the things that I liked, um, I that a former Heisman Trophy winning hometown quarterback or hometown player came back to coach youth football yeah. <laughs> um, and not like high school or something. But there's not a and high school the, in this town, apparently. Right, there's, hearing. I was about to say, there's, there's definitely not a high school in this town. Um, I was trying to think of an equivalent. Like it's basically be like if like J.K. Dobbins went back to LaGrange to coach like youth, I Youth guess. football, yeah. But like he couldn't yeah. even make the staff at LaGrange. Right, right, exactly. And then the other one was um, uh, like there's so much branding. Like it was like O'Shea, everything. Like I, I, I mean, again, that's you know, that's that's getting off the field. But I just realized like that the town turned out for that game. Like it's called O'Shea Field. O'Shea's on the water tower. Like it's all this different stuff with just O'Shea on it. And I was trying to think of an equivalent. And I guess yeah, you got to go to like three A or two A, producing a Heisman winner, and the whole town just gravitating towards whatever they do. You know. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is the thing. Mm-hmm. This is the point of this is the part of a movie that I gave it the most grace because it's a kid's movie. 
right? Mm -hmm. Necessary Roughness is supposed to be a movie for thinking adults and the football is trash, right? Friday Night Lights is supposed to be a movie for thinking adults and the football is good. They don't insult your intelligence. The football is not, it doesn't have to be good here. And yeah. it's not. There are a couple of plays. The Cowboys run an option play at one point that I literally wrote down. I was like, that's a nice play. Like mm -hmm. they clearly like practice this and stuff like that. Um, you know, for teams that are obsessed with quarterbacks, they don't throw the ball a ton. Um, right. but I also appreciate, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate the little things of like, okay, uh, the Cowboys are going to feed spike because he is their best player, which is a very peewee football thing to do. Mm -hmm. The cat of uh, the giants eventually figure out, we need to find new and interesting ways to get the balls to junior. We're going to let him return kicks. We're going to let him do this. We're going to let him do that. He is our best player. We are going to lean on him. Uh, I appreciate that. Let's have a talk about the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> okay. So the annexation of Puerto Rico is just fundamentally a fumble ruski. Yeah. Right. And the game is tied at 21 and you have the ball on the one yard line, your mm -hmm. own one <laughs> yard line. The fumble ruski is the worst play call you can possibly have in that situation there are 700 things that can go wrong that result in you losing the game. At yep. worst, you should be going to overtime or ending in a tie. At worst, and instead, you take a wholly unnecessary risk <laughs> and put the ball on the ground and give the ball to Ford Machine. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I love how, I love how, like, by the way, I love how that play just goes terribly because he gets caught at like the 30 and just throws the ball. <laughs> then they try to, then they score from there, but like the whole, the, the initial drop of the play goes terribly. It they, doesn't work. And my boy Jake gets it done. I, that, that part, that part drove me a little nuts. Uh, so basically the, the plays that they score on are how do they score the first they, they score on the um they, they score on a on a, on a oh they scored point. when the they scored when the uh scrawny white kid ducks when they uh and the defenders yes. go into the water uh, yes yeah water. Uh, tad, tad. tad they do that they tad tad scores johnny scores then the kid with the uh oh yeah johnny's the dad. Johnny's the kid yeah. with the dad. Yeah, as he yeah. goes, I'm going to score. I'm dad, dad, I'm going to score. Yeah. Like the whole time um, he's going down. There was that. But then there's one other touchdown I guess I can't remember. Oh, uh, the hot hands. Hot hands. Yes. That's right. Hot hands caught yes. it. I think uh, he ties it or he's second. The second. I think he ties score. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, hot hands. Yeah, hot hands the, ties it. The stick em. Um Yeah. My wife asked me what stick em was. I'm like, that is a thing. Yeah. Stick em is a thing. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> but it is a thing. Like elastic. Right. Um, look, the football in the movie was not good, but I don't expect yeah. it to be good. And that's okay. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. fine. There you go. Tepper's favorite segment, I'm telling you. All right. Up next, we've got wife thoughts. Well. Well. Um, <laughs> I will say that Erin uh, did not watch this movie with me. Uh, she okay. was busy watching some chick flick that I, I can't think of the name. Uh, Julia Roberts was involved, but... Um, she usually is. Yes, pr pretty much usually is. Uh, <laughs> she said, and uh, Ish, cover your ears. She said that Jake was like the Rudy of our time because he, <laughs> because we all wanted to root for him. 
So I'll leave that there for you to. Uh, I will, to, to I will chew say on. this. All I'll say is this: Jake is better and more inspirational than Rudy. <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, um, and she and she loved all day. She she loved Icebox. Um, obviously, she was a she was an athlete growing up. So mm-hmm. and she was she had those tomboy tendencies as well. So she liked seeing you know, Icebox be one of the main characters. She thought that was awesome. So um, those are, those are her takeaways. Um, Tep wife watched this. This was one of my wife's favorite movies growing up. Mm-hmm. She loves this movie. Um, and a big reason why is Icebox. And I think that actually a lot of things that you uh, mentioned and, and Ish when you were talking about and, and what Aaron was saying, um, about how it's a strong female who, who's saying, you know, I, just because I'm a girl doesn't mean I can't do, you know, boy things and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my wife is far from a tomboy, but she's still like related to the idea of like, you know, girl empowerment and things like that. But that is not what my wife spent the movie talking about. No, my wife <laughs> spent the movie talking about Devin Sawa, who is the <laughs> guy who plays Junior. Yep. Uh, uh, for plays, those who don't 90, know, he plays '90s kid. He play. He is '90s kid. Yes. <laughs> and for those who don't know, let's pull up Devin Sawa's IMDb. First of all, Devin Sawa is in a new film with John Travolta that yeah, is the fanatic. It's Terrible. apparently hilariously bad. It's horrendous. <laughs> which is great. He's also like he played Devin Sawa in the movie. He plays like fundamentally like the character. I think. Okay. So, but he, but his uh, final destination is like one of his biggest. Yeah. So this is a, that was this, him. He was yeah, in no Final Destination, yeah. Um, he was, but he was really big in, um, he was really big in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Giants. After this, he played, he was in Casper, mm-hmm. and he was um, human Casper. Oh, yeah. You remember him? Yeah, I forgot um, about that. This was a guy who was very much, like, cut from the Jonathan Taylor Thomas cloth. Yeah, right, okay? right. He's got the swoopy hair. The 90s um, part that you never see anymore. Can't act like <laughs> all of these things. And my wife was <laughs> obsessed with Devin Sawa. Okay. And so a lot of the conversation between me and her during this movie was her just like fanning herself during <laughs> it because uh, Devin Sawa was what was in it. And he is, by the way, if you're interested, Devin Sawa, born in 1978. Which means that he will turn forty-two this month or this this Goodness. year. Goodness! Wow, forty-two. <laughs> um, he was in the um, Eminem uh, uh, music video for Stan. If that's a thing that's interesting <laughs> that's to you. That's so random. <laughs> um, Stan. Correct. Um, and yeah, he is. That that was my wife's big takeaway. She she liked <laughs> the movie a lot. She still loves it. She thinks it's a, a masterpiece. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I thought that uh, I heard a lot about how Devin Sawa is is so clearly just like the hottest man who's ever walked the earth. <laughs> okay, before I transition to roomy thoughts here, just one quick thing about that say about uh, Sawa was the fact that like I could tell pretty early on in the movie I was like, oh man, I'm Icebox. Like, oh, I'm gonna like 
I'm going to respect this girl. And then once the junior thing came in, I just started dying laughing because probably like the first boy I ever had a crush on looked eerily similar to that <laughs> kid. And I was like, oh God, this is ridiculous. So anyway, I feel that uh, with Tough Wife. But funny, he, he played 90s kid. He played every 90s kid. Yep. <laughs> hold on. Now I would like to, hold on. Let me see if I can do this very quickly. I'm going to pull up a side-by-side of Devin Sawa then and Devin Sawa uh, now. Okay. So let me see if I can do this quick. Hope he doesn't have the part still. Um, so here we go. Let's, let's get, a, let's get a, a, a real feeling on what we're looking at here. Here is, here is Devin Sawa then and Devin Sawa now. Uh, um, get like substantially bigger. I was about to say. Like that, that's a honk. That is, that's a, that's a nose. <laughs> um, but no, is, no, you're right. He, that's the thing. He is 90s kid. He's 90s kid. Yeah. He just played 90s kid. Every, every kid, look at like Disney Channel original movies, all that stuff. They all had kids that looked like that. There were only, there were, yeah, there were like 12 of them that were a revolving door in the <laughs> 90s that all yeah. played in these, in these, these dumb movies. And um, they all had the swoopy hair and they all couldn't act. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, actually, you know what it was? It was the low rent Leo. You're so right. It was like every, if they could find a little kid who had the who had the nineties Leo look aesthetic. It's Leonardo DiCaprio who will work for scale. Right, exactly. It was like, <laughs> yes. can we find the next one of those guys? That's exactly right. And they never did, but you no. know they tried. No, they didn't. All right, roomy thoughts. Yes, Goof, uh, the infamous Goof, watched it with me Monday night, and he, I have three of his things written down. Uh, the one okay. was, he goes, there's a lot of fart humor in this movie. So he, he was a fan of that there's as well. He goes, he goes God, they play a lot on farts in this movie. Oh, no, no. There's a lot of scenes that end with fart. That's, that's <laughs> that the joke. Cut scene. That's the joke. It's like not even, not even like a like a clever play on it. It was just like <laughs> that's it. Is. The, the next one he said when they started doing the car wash to raise money for their uniforms, he said the plot is eerily similar in this movie to the plot of Dodgeball. He was like a ragtag group. They're coming together to try to form a team. They've got to do a car wash to raise the money for their uniforms. Like, it's, it's eerily similar. A, a small thing, by the way, before we move on to your third goof thought, mm-hmm. which is the Cowboys' uniforms in this are so choice. And they made it seem like that when they were doing the initial tryouts and they had all the helmets stacked up and they pull out the jerseys, like, mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh, this is serious. Oh, yeah. okay. Like we have sunk some money into this. Yep. That was and there's there. By the way, I don't know if we mentioned it. There's something great uh, about the Cowboys being the bad guys. Like that's so. <laughs> this first time I've so... ever rooted for the Giants over the Cowboys. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. To well, and remember, last time. Last yep. time too. <laughs> yes. And remember, because this movie came out in '94. Is that right? Yeah, they were in the midst of their three P, weren't they? Right. This is so. This is the wow. height of this is the height of their powers. They are the mm-hmm. perfect antagonist team. Perfect. A very good point, Tep. Yeah, Goof brought up. He was like, "Man, those jerseys are pretty." He was like, "Those are legit." But the last uh, random comment I got from Goof is there was at one point in time during oh it was right before the game when Spike just starts barking like a dog. <laughs> And his dad literally holding him back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was like not like a or like a growl. Like I mean, it was like a woof. Like and Goose just goes, 
dude, Spike is on roids. He's like, <laughs> there is no other explanation than that kid is voided up right now. There's, there's an, un, like, I, I think that there is an undercurrent of that. And like, there, like there's a really off, off-handed comment that Spike's dad makes to, um, to, to Danny when Danny gets there first to, to recruit him that says, every night I rub evaporated uh, milk on his on hamsters. On his calves? <laughs> so that, and again, what they're saying is that it's creepy. He has this like creepy obsession with, his, with making his son great. Right. But I do wonder if there is like an undertone of like, oh no, I'm juicing my kid up. Right. <laughs> because this kid is jacked. He's getting yes. off. The first you see him, he is carrying a refrigerator <laughs> on his back. And the bark, I'm telling you, the barking is what did it in because you know it's like. Yeah. It, the, uh -oh. oh, Ashley. Uh -oh. oh, no. We're, We're good. Yeah, I think there, there might actually be in the same way that like uh, issue or saying is there a thing about like, uh, like sexism in the workplace? Was mm -hmm. there like a subtle dit like a subtle idea of like, yeah, no, we're not Maybe. saying he's on steroids. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So there are wife slash roomy thoughts. Um, let's see if the last category. You've got five stars. What's your ranking of this? Tep, would you like to go first? Sure. Um, I'll be honest. Last night, I had this at a two out of five. Mm -hmm. I did. At a two out of five. After sleeping on it and thinking about it, I'm giving it a three out of five. Um, I think that this is a movie that while you're watching it, you can't um, like you're just like this is so dumb this is mm -hmm. so dumb why am i doing this but when you get to the end and afterwards you take it as a whole my overall thought was like yeah that's a dumb movie but it's charming dumb right it's at least charming if you're going to be dumb at least be charming and that's what this was it was it was i, I it was not a miserable experience i give this a three out of five um i think I would not not recommend this, if that makes sense. I don't know if I would say stop down what you're doing tonight and go to go pay four bucks like Will on, on YouTube to watch it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd tell you to do that. But if this pops across your scene and you, you got nothing else to do, yeah, give it a go. It's, it, 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 it is, if you just want to be teleported back to the 90s, this is a painfully 90s movie <laughs> uh but yeah i would give it a three out of five ish uh i would bump it up to a three and a half i would say it's not a four right i think i think think, think there are some holes and there's some cheesiness that kind of doesn't land with me that prevents from being a four but like i would recommend especially if you're especially if you have kids like i think this is a movie that like tons of kids should enjoy and it might be getting lost in the ether because of it grew up in a, in a 90s period or early 2000s kind of kids kind of watched it um if you have kids now you got nothing to do with them and you you know they like football you know this is a this is a way to give them something and i i can almost guarantee they'll love it and they'll be obsessed with this movie and like because yeah i don't know i i'm trying to think of movies there's other movies that have tried to do like the youth kids scene football 
doesn't work or it's really just a lot worse or done a lot more cynically. Um, so I'm gonna say three and a half. I think if, if you're, if you got, if you got some kids at home, you got one or two kids or in a football or more, you know, just throw it on and you'll probably enjoy it all together. Ish, you, you used a really important word there, which is mm-hmm. cynical. And yeah. this movie at its, at the very least, even if you don't laugh at the farts, even if mm. you don't think it's funny or anything like that, this movie is not cynical. And that well, I was going to say, you can, to that, you can look to the director, Dwayne Dunham. I don't know if you know his big movie, because he was an editor in, in Hollywood before. He had a, uh, actually a big time editor, Star Wars. He had an Apocalypse. He was an assistant on Apocalypse Now. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. He, was, he, he wasn't the editor, but he was an editor for Star wow. Wars. And all. Um, but his big movie, his first directorial debut, I don't know if you guys know, was Homeward Bound the year before. Oh. Uh, incredible journey. And so you want to talk about a non-cynical, because especially with dog movies, like those are really cynical. Um, that was like the original, like heartbreaking, touching family movie. Good-hearted movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is and a so good-hearted movie. Yeah. Right. Very nice. All right, Will. All right. I compare all uh, sports movies to Rudy, which I will give a uh, five out of a five. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm uh, in all seriousness, um, I'm with Ish, uh, three and a half stars, not quite a four, because I, I think, as Ish alluded to, there were some holes there, but I think it was cute. I think it was uh, adorable for the time. I think it was appropriate. Uh, I still think it's appropriate now. It's, it's, it's cliche in a lot of ways, especially kind of small town life, um, uh, which I know well. And um, I, I thought the characters were endearing. And um, I liked that there was a, uh, a small uh, female football player as one of the uh, the lead actors or actresses in this thing. So um, I would definitely recommend it if you have not seen this. Um, definitely worth an hour and 40 minutes of your time, especially now when you don't have much else going on. It's an easy watch. Yeah, you watch you don't you don't have to slug through this like we were talking with necessary roughness that it was oh god like please just end <laughs> right this, this movie this is not difficult to watch no. not at all i've got it I'm, I'm gonna give it a four i loved it i told y'all that from the start mm-hmm. i really genuinely and i had never seen it before so i didn't i think that maybe that's a little bit of the difference maybe between ish and i is like you said you were really concerned going into it like are my childhood dreams going to be crushed here because I thought it was so good. And now I look back and think, Oh God, like I had never had that experience, I guess, as the kid watching that. And so I guess Mm -hmm. it kind of took me back, but yeah, I mean, my girl, Icebox, like she is, and we love her. I thought that that was absolutely great. I felt like I really, really related to this movie if I haven't said that enough. Um, But I absolutely enjoyed that. I thought that it was, funny like Tepper said I did not have to sit there and like go oh hang on I missed that what was happening let me go back and rewatch it it was like I was engaged there was good humor it kind of brought in like a sibling battle type of thing which for anybody that has siblings you know that that's obviously relatable in that portion in and of itself um so yeah I thought it was I I really really did enjoy this one this one has been it wouldn't be Friday Night Lights out of the three that we've watched but the gap in between this one at number two and necessary roughness at three is so substantial. I don't even think I could put a number to it. <laughs> um, by the way, so that was, she was played by Shauna Waldron mm-hmm. is her name. Um, she basically, she did, the, she was in the American president pretty much soon after this. Um, and then after that, just, it, it didn't. She's icebox. 
Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she's Icebox. She's Icebox, like, forever. Uh, That's good enough for me. She she's still working. She was in a uh, she was in a movie last year uh, and played the character. But um, who knows? Yeah, she's Icebox forever. Um, but uh, but yeah. I, overall, if anything, it was nice to revisit Rick Moranis. Rick, Rick Moranis is a national treasure. Yep, he's great. Uh, this makes what this does. This makes me want to go watch like Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, and <laughs> yeah. get a go kart. And get, right, and get a go-kart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that go-kart. By the way, uh, can we just mention the fact that, like, while they're racing to go uh, chase Spike, like, they cause, like, a traffic accident in this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. thinking, like, what are we doing here, guys? <sighs> Pee-wee football. Okay. All right. There it is, our football movie of the month, uh, Little Giants. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com. Campbell's. Also, Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at Texas.com <laughs> for Hot Hands William Wilkerson. Uh, for, jeez, uh, I don't know, for the Icebox, uh, for the Icebox, Ashley Pickle. And uh, Ish, who do you want to be? Uh, I'll be Rad Tad. For Rad Tad, Ishmael <laughs> Johnson, uh, I am Spike Greg Tepper. Uh, Vince Young, <laughs> your trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.